preacher, preach. I got Jesus, preach. Preach, preach, preach. Hey, what's good, friends and family? It's your boy, the People's Preacher, and you tune into the AV Podcast, the AV Podcast. And tonight, like I always say, we have a special guest in the house. You might have seen his work, his videos, his media. You've probably seen him at your local outreach. You've probably seen him at your local youth service with the camera doing his thing. But tonight, we're going to get to know the man, the myth, the legend behind the camera, behind the laptop. It's a young brother in the Lord who loves the Lord, who is faithful. Let's check this out. His IG profile says, faithful servant of Jesus Christ, unashamed, Leo, creating opportunities in film. Amen. So this young brother is going to come to in tonight to the AV. He's going to drop some knowledge, some wisdom. He's going to talk about his life, ministry, vision. He's going to come. He's in, he's coming to encourage. He's coming to provoke. And so with no further ado, we're going to bring on my brother from another mother. Same father. Give it up for my brother, Leo. Hey, what's up, my brother? How are you doing? God bless you, brother. Good, good. How about yourself? Talk to me, man. Tell me how you're feeling, what you're doing, and where you're coming from, man. I'm feeling awesome, man. I'm feeling blessed. Uh, couldn't be any more blessed. And I just want to thank you tonight for bringing me on, for allowing me to be here and share my vision, share my knowledge, and share a little bit about me and share uh, my backstory. Well, a lot of people don't know. Hey, man, I see you. I see you rocking that Unbreakable Records, uh, what do you call it, uh, a hat so talk to us a little bit about um about uh you know just uh who is leo man who's the man behind the camera just tell us a little bit about you before we get it in with the scripture of the day leo is uh basically just somebody that loves serving the lord that loves being able to bless others and there's a lot of times that people won't be able to give uh but i still love to give still love to serve still love to be able to give God's vision. What I say is I'm the one that gives God's vision a vision. So mm, come on. Um, so I like to be able to go and just bless you with a video. If you cannot be blessed, with, if, if you can't bless me with something, I'm still going to be there and show you love and show you Jesus' love. Amen. So tonight what we like to do is I always tell people, you know, in life, you know, as Christians, we're not exempt from trials and tribulations and ups and downs. Uh, you know, the biggest, uh, one of the biggest, I guess you could say lies that you hear mm -hmm. is become a Christian and everything's going to be okay. You're going to win. You're never going to get sick. You're going to have all the money in the world, brother. God wants the best for you. You're going to win. And that's just not reality. We do go through things. We get sick. We sometimes you take an owl, but we learn from them. You mm -hmm. know, sometimes things don't go our way. We don't always win. Sometimes we get sick. Sometimes, you know, just life just happens. But mm -hmm. we know as Christians that we have one source, and that is God's word. And Amen. so we're going to go ahead and um, uh, I know you got a scripture you'd like to share with us tonight. Yes, so yes. Go ahead and um, share uh, that scripture with us, my brother. Thank you. Uh, my scripture tonight is Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at proper time we will reap a harvest that we do not give up. What I'd like to get from that is that I... If you don't give up and you keep on striving for God's image, for his vision that you can accomplish anything and God's right there by your side, always assisting you and just guiding you through your path, even when it feels like he's not there. Mm, come on. I like that one. One of the biggest things about us as men or as Christians is, you know, we uh, we a lot of times we 
don't feel that God's there, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I tell, you know, just like you say, you know, God is there. Mm -hmm. We just have to trust that he is there. Amen. Amen. Beautiful scripture. That's Galatians 6, 9 for those that um, are listening. Amen. So let, let's, let, let's, uh, let's get it in. Um, so, you know, we're in somewhat of a pandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you know, a lot of times, you know, and in, in the last couple of years, uh, we've experienced things that, you know, that we haven't experienced probably in a hundred years, you know, to not be able to go to a church building, to not be able to walk into a, a market without a mask on, to no. be told there's a curfew to, no. uh, you know, all the things. What is something that you feel that you learned in 2020 or 2021 that you feel like uh, you probably wouldn't have learned if the pandemic hadn't happened, what is maybe some a lesson that you think or a gold nugget that you you've learned? So I have, uh, I, I would say two things in my mind right now. Um, one of them is basically I was able to learn how to be a Christian outside of the four walls. Ooh, come on. Because there's many people that through this pandemic have fell. Yes. Have given up have, and um, it's not always been their fault, but it's because they were, raised in a church that they depended so many people so much on the people that were there that when the church was taken away from them they just they just fell it was like a brick that was pulled out from under them they just collapsed so oh, yeah. so amen amen so what i what i learned during the covid is that we just have to be christians outside of the four walls you have to stay planted in your home you have to be able to be reading the bible staying in prayer and a lot of times it gets really hard and it just feels like nobody's there because you're stuck in that home. You're stuck not only fighting your your brain, but you're fighting the people in your home because it gets tense because you're all locked up in one place. And it a lot of times it feels like God isn't there, but he is there. And um, I like to just acknowledge that there's, the church is outside of the four walls and we just need to keep on pushing that. And... Um, uh, the film side of what I've learned during COVID is new softwares, new um, new editing techniques, new different things like that. And I'm striving more and more to learn it and to just um, get different editing styles, basically. Hey, man, you, you, I think we can go home now. I think you, <laughs> you, you said everything that we've been saying, you know, the, uh, one of the things I tell everybody, and I sound like a broken record, but or, or beating the horse, however you want to say it. I think we all got tested. I yep. think we all really had to to uh, to like reevaluate uh, our lives, like what was important. Where was my faith with God? Was it based on a building? Was it based on a pastor? Uh, uh, was it based on the ministry? Was it based on my title that I have? And uh, one of the things for me, like you said, is I had to learn how to function without the local church. Mm -hmm. Though we know it's essential, we had to learn how to folk, uh, function without it. And then I like the, how you said, you know, it, 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 it also motivates you and it, and, it, and it challenged you to take your craft to another level. Amen. And that's, your, and that's the craft that God gave you. How important it, for you it was, how important it is for you as someone who does media and, and and i don't know all the correct terminology videography and all that good stuff yep trying to use big words on you bro <laughs> but 
how important it was for you to uh to how is it important to use it go to the next level to constantly go to the next level you know um for you how, how does it how challenging is it for you like you have to motivate yourself correct definitely uh you have to stay motivated to constantly improve yourself and uh it's it's okay to get to a level that you feel like you're comfortable but you always have to be pushing yourself like i had to learn that i can't just stay comfortable with this editing style i have to start adding effects adding more transitions adding more um cool things different like say uh, uh different types of audios audios that i wouldn't be comfortable with uh, i used to do a lot of hip-hop just i, I love editing to hip-hop yeah. but what i have to learn and what I've been learning is editing to slow music, editing to pop music, editing to things that I wasn't used to. Before, a client would hit me up and say, I need a video. And I would instantly think, oh, I need a hip-hop beat. I need a hip-hop song. But there's a lot of those clients that don't want a hip-hop song. So you need to constantly improve yourself and adapt yourself to your client and to your surrounding. And I would say it's just like that in the real world with um, preaching. And you have to adapt yourself to your audience you have to adapt yourself to the people you're talking to and you need to be able to uh, show them love you know who you're talking to you can't tell a 50 year old person what you're going to tell to a 20 year old kid mm, come on you have to adapt yourself and you have to be able to learn different things from different crowds and that's how it is for videos you have to learn different things for different clients and you have to be comfortable doing other things for different clients amen so again you know i was reading your profile your ig I like to go over the IG because, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a quick overview of who you are. It says, uh, faithful servant of Jesus Christ, unashamed, uh, Leo creating opportunities in film. And then the uh, the fourth and fifth one is a little above, above my pay grade. It <laughs> says Sony A7, whatever that is, and Roland M. So talk to us a little bit about what does it mean for you? You know, you... You hear that word so much, unashamed, 116, uh, Lecrae, Reach Records. I mean, yeah, yeah. It became, it's just like, it no disrespect. Down. Yeah, yeah. No disrespect to the brother. Like, uh -huh. Jesus Christ, I love you, God. Like, that, <laughs> you know, but like, even if you say, like, we, like Jesus Christ, people are like, they, they're, they're already associated with Michael uh, Servin, the guy, right? Yeah, yeah Mike Servin. Mike Servin. Yeah. Forgive me. And so, uh, when I say, hey, bro, I'm unashamed, or when Leo says, hey, man, I'm unashamed, what does being unashamed mean to you? You know, because a lot of people say, I'm unashamed, unashamed. And it's like, like you said, it just feels watered down. It feels like even John 3, 16, which is foundational for us Christians, like that is bedrock for us. Mm -hmm. And even when you see John 3, 16, it's like it doesn't really like sometimes it, it just feels punch. like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's commercialized. Yeah. Like, yeah. So what what would you do, uh, JD bracelets? And, yeah, yeah. So when I say, man, you know what? When Leo says, I'm unashamed, what does that mean, man? What does that mean to you? So what that means to me is that basically a lot of my kids, a lot of the kids my age aren't bold. And what I want to be able to do is just change the aspect and change the view of what a teenager should be like. Because a lot of kids go to church. They go to they go to groups to uh to youth meetings and different things like that but at the end of the night it truly depends on their character and how you're going to act at school how you're going to act around others and if you're going to be a good example to them 
just as you are in church because you can be a good example of church. You can be a good kid in church, but if you don't take that outside of the church, there's no reason to do it because the whole point of all of it is so you can minister and so you can save souls. You saving your own soul, but you going and acting different, not saving any souls in, in, in school or in public, then there's no point. There's it better mm -hmm. for you not even to act that way in church. And um, I like to just keep it bold. Like I, I like, like my point is stay bold in school, stay bold in public mm -hmm. because there's no point in you being bold in church, but not in public because that's our mission here. Amen. Cause you know, you know, a lot, you know, and, and even in my generation, you know, uh, you know, you know, I've been, I've been around for a quick minute you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, you meet people that, uh, especially like you got, okay. So you got the first generation, which will probably be like, uh, for you, it would probably be mm, your mom's parents, mm -hmm. like my parents, uh, 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. And that, 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 that generation came in, they were heroin addicts. They were in and out of prison all their lives. They were hardcore gangbangers. They went into church, man. And they just destroyed the I mean, they just destroyed it, man. Churches got started. Ministries got started. They're, they're the reason why most of us are here today. Mm -hmm. And then you get that second generation, which is which was me, you know. Mm -hmm. And then now you get this third generation. Uh, some churches call it the third wave. And that's mm -hmm. your generation. A lot of times I see in your generation, and no disrespect, because I don't see it with you, but is what what is the testimony? What motivates this generation? What's what is it going to take for for some of this generation to really just be unashamed and fired mm -hmm. up for God? Because there wasn't no hardcore background. Mm -hmm. There there wasn't you know them being in and out of jail. There wasn't a uh, hardcore drug use. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, um, I see. Uh, they say you know like the first generation, then the second generation, and normally in the third generation things start to like fizzle out. Mm -hmm. What motivates you or what can motivate this generation to really just stay on fire for God? Like what, are, what, what, what can our gener my generation do to help you guys out? That's probably my question. What can I do? The, the, the 35 plus year olds help out the young 25 year olds. Like, what can we do? What, what, what's going to keep you guys going? Amen. Amen. Uh, so honestly, my answer to that is, what kept me going, what kept me fueled was just seeing how much God did in my life, seeing mm. how much God did in my mother's life. Uh, we'll get into her testimony a little bit later, how it ties into me. But basically seeing everything that God did and Jesus was able to help do in our lives is what keeps me fulfilled. And say your question as well, what, what can you do? What can people of your age group do to help us? would be basically just show love, show support, because a lot of these awesome men of God, awesome women of God, like you, Brother Risen, Brother Rick, all of you have just kept me motivated and on fire for God, uh, because Rick has helped me so much, not only on editing, because he does video too, he does photo soon, he not, not only has he helped me in editing and um the media side of it, but he's also been a very uh, big brother in the spiritual. Mm, he's always real. He's always showed love, but that that's that's the key. It's just showing love and just not shoving Jesus down kids' throats. Just showing them love, showing them Jesus's love. 
Mm. Yeah, I think that uh, I think because uh, we came from uh, I mean, I didn't come from a hardcore background of drug addict. Um, I think that maybe the expectations maybe not uh, they're not realistic, mm-hmm. you know, and every generation has their own battles and every generation has their own things that they deal with. One of the things I can honestly say about your generation is uh, y'all y'all smart. You guys are, I mean, what, what, what takes up, what used to take, okay, so you got your Bible, right? Yeah. So we had a Bible and we had a commentary and we had a dictionary. And if we wanted to put together in the early days, uh, in the early 2000s, if I wanted to put together a Bible study, it'd take me like hours and hours. And then half of us didn't graduate high school. We don't got no GEDs. And then you got these kids, man, at your age coming in and they just be, on it bro there's yeah. and so sometimes i feel for me it's really hard to teach somebody who really just like can just google it da, 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 yeah and, and have the answer you know but like mm-hmm. i said just love support encouragement i think that's something that uh we, we can definitely definitely do amen talk to us yeah. a little bit about uh the sony ar a7 III. is that what it's called yes uh in the in the rolling uh, i don't even know rolling m yes talk to us a little bit about what that is and how that's played a role in your craft all right so i actually got the sony a7 III. so it's 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 weirdly written it's um for sony they've always written stuff weird uh different ways that they've spelled stuff sony a7 iii or sony a7 III um that's what i got right here this is my trusty camera my my um pistol what you would say what my mentor calls it um i'll I'll break into that a little bit more in a little bit um basically my camera is what allows me to give god's vision a vision what allows me to bless people what allows me to grow my ministry what allows me to um just build for god and um there was a crazy story to this because my mentor had provided me with a camera Farron kid uh the black oc he had provided me with a camera sony a6500 it's basically the one right i would say a little bit under this um not getting too technical but that's like a different type of camera this is a better camera um that was a crop sensor full frame and basically through covid and everything it got tough on my mentor because there wasn't as much business not as many people were getting paid so less videos were being made and during that my mentor had to actually take back the camera that he had let me use and he was basically letting me using it but it was basically mine i would use it for everything he would never ask for it it was like just take care of it bro and it's yours but one day he hit me up and he said sorry bro he felt horrible but honestly i felt more horrible to not be able to help him more and he took that camera but i had to shoot the next week for and um what i did stepping out in faith i reached out to the only person that i knew could help me shout out to the grandmas y'all are the real mvps um but i contacted my grandma i asked her I've never asked her for anything like this in my life, but I asked her, Grandma, please help me get this camera. And I didn't even have to talk to her about it for long. It was just like an instant yes. I'm so blessed to have her in my life. Um, Such a blessing. This camera was 
$3,000 just the body with insurance, Best Buy, everything. She went over there, paid it in full, and I paid it off during the months. And it's just been a blessing to have her support, have the support of my parents, have the support of many brothers and sisters in ministry. And that's what Sony A7 III means. Amen. Uh, can I get your grandma number? Because I need some new mics. <laughs> no, amen, bro. It's a blessing. You know, one of the things is, uh, I don't know if you ever heard this saying, it says, where the Lord, where, where the Lord guides, he provides. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's awesome about the Lord is when he puts a vision in you and a dream, you can always count on God to put the people you need at the right time. You can always count on God to just push you through. I mean, I know we got to do, we got to, the Bible, you know, we got to put our, put our uh, hustle in, our work in, but sometimes we need that, that holy, that, that God to give us that favor with people. I mean, grandma could have just said, nah, you crazy. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, but God is good like that. He puts good people in front of us to help us out with our ministries and Amen. what a blessing, man. Peace out to and grandma. And the crazy thing is that my grandma isn't even Christian. She isn't even a believer in Christ and she was still 100% at it. Okay, so that's the other thing, too. What I seem to find out most of the time is support sometimes, which, you know, I don't want to make, I don't want to talk smack on the body, but it seems a lot of times when you get a vision. Okay, mm -hmm. so with the podcast, I've been doing it for like almost two years. <clears throat> More non Christians, I felt, were motivating me than the Christians. Yeah, because everybody was like, "Are oh, you you a preacher? You just stick to preaching, Dave." And I was like, "No, I just feel like I got to do this podcast. Like, I ain't yeah. trying to be a DJ Vlad, and I ain't trying to be Joe Button. Uh, <laughs> I ain't trying to be you know all these guys. I just want to do, I just want to do something that I love, and that's talking and asking questions and being my people say I, I just want to be a Medici and just getting <laughs> people. Business. But I'm like, I just want to talk to people and I want to share people's lives. Yeah." Uh, it seemed like non-Christians were the ones that were seemed to be more for it, but amen. And then my first time ever doing a podcast, mm -hmm. it was a friend who wasn't even Christian. Well, he's, he's a brother. He believed in God. Mm -hmm. We went to church when we were younger together. He said, Hey D, whatever you need, you can, you can come and see me. He had a mic available. He had a laptop and he had an office space. And he goes, Hey, this, this area right here, this for you. And I was like, Man, dude, like none of my Christian brothers, I would even tell people, hey, man, how do you put like, how do you put this wire to do this to for a mixer for for this for that? And everybody, nobody has time. Mm -hmm. but the brother that really isn't like, you know, 100 percent with God at that time. He's mm -hmm. the one that like, hey, bro, I got you. So, hey, man, peace out. That's a that's a that's a that's a, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because not that. We want to say that, you know, because she don't, she's not a Christian, she's evil and mean and all this. But if God can use someone, like you said, who's not Christian, exactly. then that's just, it's another testimony of God's faithfulness and his goodness. Amen. Exactly. So, amen. Let's, let's, let's get in uh, a little bit about uh, you. Uh, talk to us a little bit about where you grew up. Um, I know you're 16, going on 40, man. You are, you like, you like, <laughs> you like a young dude with like an old soul. Like you, like you, you kind of like, like when I talked to you the first time over there at Praise Chapel, I was like, this guy, he looked like a baby. Like you look like he is 10 years old. I said, who gave this kid a camera? He looks 10 years old. But then I began to talk to you and I'm like, man, this kid's pretty mature for himself because you make 
42 year old kids you know what i'm saying like so i'm talking to you and i'm like man this kid's pretty smart like he knows what he's doing he's this he's 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 with the business right amen so, so 16 amen talk to us a little about what where you grew up uh family dynamic how it was growing up you know like i said you know i don't want to be disrespectful talking smack but you know talk to us you know share a little bit about uh you know where you grew up and um how you grew up a little bit up until this point amen amen uh i grew up in um santa Ana for i would say uh more or less uh i would have to ask my mother because she's the one that remembers more but mm. for more or less six to eight years of my life the, the first okay. ones um i was really helped out really guided by my dad's side my, my grandmother from my dad's side um she really nurtured me she really took care of me she helped my mother become the mother she is today she always um she always pushed at her to be a better better mother um she always guided her like do this don't do that do this don't do that but i got out of santa Ana when my grandmother passed away um mm. Marcelia was her name and um it basically broke up the family um the whole family was in santana and then now family started going um like out of there anaheim and then a lot of my family moved to utah my biological dad lives in utah um and growing up i was always with my mother just my mother and my little sister and um my little sister's name is gianna so it was leo gianna and myra and my mother was always um always providing always there for us was always um la, la mera mera <laughs> and she started getting um i would say she started getting hung over every night because mm -hmm. because she was working at a bar she was working at a bar and that that was the only way she knew how to provide because a lot of other jobs it was like okay it was decent pay but that was one of the only jobs that she can make good money and still be with us throughout the whole day because she would go to work at night and then she would sleep while we were in school and then she'd take care of us all day and mm, it was like that for a long time and she always saw it like it's the best thing i could do for my kids i'm providing for them i'm taking care of them and i'm still there for them to take care of them during the day but Amen. but during <clears throat> that it really hurt her it really hurt her spirit it really hurt her because she was she grew up in the in the church she grew up um as she was a little kid um same thing with her uh, a lot of uh, there was a lot of problems when she was growing up um she didn't really have her father and mother so she kind of became an orphan to the church so mm -hmm. she was always at church every day every single time she could be there and then she started slowly fading away as she grew older but she always had that that seed of God in her heart. She always knew about God, and she always had it in the back of her head, like God, God. And she always grew us up in the ways of God. She always, um, it was always you're gonna pray for your food. You're gonna pray before you go to sleep. Anytime we got something, we'll pray for it. Thank you, God. It's always it was always God. Thanks to God, not to anybody else. And so back to the point was that she was being really affected and that became a really big issue and nobody knew about it until i was basically around 12 years old and i started finding out like by 
what time she was coming home. Sometimes I'd wake up and she wouldn't be there. And then um, that's when I found out. And that's also around the time when I started going to a Bible study. When we moved to an apartment complex and I moved into a Bible study. And I started just going to Bible study all the time. Um, I loved going to Bible study because it was like um, a bunch of older men. I was the only young kid there. But there would be a lot of kids in the room. They would go, they would all go to the room. They would all be playing games. But I'd be sitting there in Bible study getting word. Yeah, and I, could see you, I could see you right there like Jesus in the temple. Amen, amen. I, I was like 11, 11, 12 right there just listening to the word. And all the other kids were in the room. And um, through that, my faith really grew. I had already yeah. known the situation with my mother. I already knew what was happening. And through that, my, my faith really grew. And I started to just um, to just get a connection with God, get get a, get a love, a bigger love for God, get oil in my lamp. And I started praying for my mother all the time, praying, praying, praying. And um, every every time at the end of um, Bible study was always, "Do you need any prayer?" Yeah, my mother. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, my mom. So I always keep her in prayer. And then uh, at the when I would come back, I'd always be like, "Don't worry, mom. We prayed for you." We prayed. Guess what? I lifted you up in prayer tonight, Mom. Amen. It was just a little seed, a little seed right there. Boom, 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 boom. And then a lot of people don't have don't have faith or they don't believe, not necessarily believe, but they don't know the power in prayer. Amen. I've been I've been a witness myself to how much power is in the prayer because my mom was an alcoholic that all she knew how to do and all she knew how to do was be an alcoholic and just work in the bar. And through praying for her at such a young age, at 12 years old, um, it's really grown a lot of a lot of faith, not for me, but for a lot of older people that know my testimony and know my mother's testimony. It really grows their faith. And I like to share it with a lot of younger kids because I'm like, dude, you could be 12, you could be 14. You look at look at what you can do for your home, not only for yourself, but for your home. Because mm-hmm. I started going, I started praying and um one day, um, my, I want to say my mom's friend, she was actually, she would actually take care of now my dad, my dad, he's my stepfather, but I call him my dad. And she used to take care of the, his two little girls. She used to come and, but she wasn't a great babysitter. She mm. would, uh, she would, she would bring the two girls and just leave them with my mom. Like she would just leave the two girls with my mom and my mom really grew to those girls. She really loved them because she saw in the condition that they were. My, um, my dad was, he, Domingo, Domingo was always working. So he would never really be able to be there. He was never able to be, uh, uh, really take care of them. He always depended on their biological mother. And it's crazy because God had separated them from a time as well. Because their biological mother really didn't know how to care for them. She didn't really care at all. And so when when my mom came into the picture, she started just taking care of them, showing them love, a lot of love. Uh, they they had a molded teeth. Um, they weren't very well taken care of. And I guess that's the reason that Domingo fell in love with my mom. Because it was she was a good mother. Yeah. And and um basically <laughs> i know it's getting a little long um no 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 for sure man you 
this is good stuff. People need to, uh, to, this is your testimony. This is how you, uh, this is, this is your version of, uh, what God has done in your life. So no, keep up, keep going, man. Amen. And, um, basically the first time I met Domingo, um, I invited him to Bible study. It was a night, the Bible study night. So I was like, come on, let's go to Bible study. And it was like, eh. and then he came and I grew, I grew to him. He, he was like, I didn't expect somebody that I would, that just came to the home to pick up their kids. And I would, I was like, let's go to Bible study. And it really planted a seed and it really started growing our relationship through him coming and going to Bible study with me. And he started growing a relationship with my mom and, um, it's been a really big blessing because now it's his two daughters. Uh, he took in me and my sister, so it was four. And then I got a fifth sister. I, I got a fourth sister, um, Amia. Mm -hmm. And then now she, I have another sister that's around six months old, and her name's Abby. So oh, now got an, I got an Abby too, man. Yeah, Abigail. Yeah. So now yeah. we're just now we're just one big blended family, but it was really a, a um, answer from the Lord because I have I was always praying for a good man to come into my mom's life because no matter how much I tried to be the man in the house and no matter how much I tried to be there for my mom, I always knew she needs a real man. She needs somebody mm -hmm. to help her. She needs somebody to be the father figure to us. And Domingo has been he has not fallen short from excellent because. Mm, come on. He, he he always provides. He shows us plenty of love. He he never showed me love out of being looking good to my mom. He always showed love out of his heart to me. Amen. And that's that's what grew that's what grew that's what helped me grow a lot with him. And it's been a blessing because now we're just one big family and we're all serving Christ together. My sisters are always um are always talk talking to kids, are always uh being a light. And my uh, my mom and my dad, Domingo, um, they have their ministry, Jesus Lifter High Ministry, and they host big concerts with uh, big names like Brian Trejo, Miles Minnick, a lot of big artists. And I have my media ministry. I always do all the videos for them, recap videos, everything. And it's a blessing because we all serve Christ together. Amen. And you know what? One of the one of the lessons that I think most people can learn from this story that you just spoke of is that God is not a God that's uh, partial. There's there's no mm -hmm. partiality with God. Like God doesn't, like I tell everybody I'm God's favorite, but technically everybody's God's favorite. Like, and what I'm, what I'm loving about this story, brother, is that you, young, childlike faith, because you know what happens when you get to my age? You think too much. Mm -hmm. And you start thinking with the carnal mind and the natural mind, and you start using experience and tradition instead of just saying, if the word says it, then I believe it. Mm -hmm. And so a kid at your age, well, you were, you said you were about 12 years old, right? Yep. You're just like, you know what, Lord, your word says, I, I'm in Bible study. I'm learning about you. You're by, they're saying, if I pray that you're going to move, you know what, Lord, I believe you're going to move. And it's that childlike faith that I believe that a lot of us miss because like I, like I said, we think too hard. And you're like, you know what? I'm believing God's going to change my mom. Boom. I believe God's going to give my mom a man of God. Boom. I believe God's going to. And and 
it all started with you just trusting in God and a testament that, you know what? God hears the prayers of, of, of everybody. Does You don't have to be a theologian, a scholar. You don't have to be in church 20 years or know 50 scriptures. All you mm-hmm. got to do is have that childlike faith. And you had it. And God yeah. began to move in your life. So, and man, what a testimony of, uh, of someone who just, you just put your trust in Christ. And God says, you know what? He's going to show up and show off. And and that's what he's, it sounds like he's been doing. Amen. Amen. So, and, um, so 12 years old, you start going to Bible study. You start, like, everybody's jumping rope and playing video games. You're over there in the Hebrew and the Greek. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and and you start praying, seeing God move. God, God not only restores your family, mm-hmm. but he also gives you a family. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. He Amen. restores your mom. And to see, this is the thing I love about single moms. So big shout out to all the single moms out there, man. Amen. I tell people all the time, my mom did the best she could with what she had. She never gave us away. She never, you know, we were born on welfare, raised on food stamps. You know, um, my mom never learned how to read and write too good. Mm -hmm. Um, passed away in her 60s she never learned how to read and write that good but you know what she did the best she could with what she had she hustled when she could she she made sure we had food clothes made sure we went to school uh even though sometimes i think it was so we don't lose that check every month but amen (laughs) but one of the things that i love about single moms is they're like they're like warriors bro yeah and um, i didn't always understand some of the sacrifices my mom was making through her bad decisions, her alcohol. My mother was an alcoholic until her late fifties. Uh, she was very promiscuous, you know, um, a lot of men in and out. She was always in the clubs, but I didn't know. I, I couldn't now I can't, I, I could judge her then, but now I think about, it, I'm like, she was broken. Mm-hmm. She didn't have God in her life. She knew about Jesus. And you know, what's funny too, is you would say your mother always made sure that she would always make sure that, you knew who was blessing. Yep. You knew who was the one taking care of us. And that was my mom, too. My mom would always make sure that the Baptist church down the street would pick us up on Sunday. She'd be hangover. She'd be barely getting home. But she made sure that we go to church every Sunday with the Baptists. Amen. And so big shout out to moms, uh, single moms. I know uh, I seen I went through your mom's profile and I just seen the, the progression. And yeah. definitely God has done an amazing work in her life Huge. um yeah so you know and 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 her story is part of your story and uh you know everyone's always talking about my mom prayed me in my mom prayed me in but it's weird you could say i prayed you in mama <laughs> yeah listen to mama you know yeah. but amen amen so uh if you're 16 years old you've been serving the lord uh since you say you're about 12 years old mm-hmm. bible study um so talk to us when was that moment that you remember? And I know that sometimes God doesn't always give us the full picture. He kind of gets us a little bit at a time. But when did the vision or when did the passion or the love for media, for uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Videography? Videography. When yeah, did that I'll love? Give you a, I'll give you a bigger word. Oh, come on. Oh, see, now you see, I don't see. Now you mess with me. <laughs> I tell people I shouldn't uh, say words I can't spell, but then I couldn't, I, you know, didn't, I wouldn't be able to eat half the stuff I eat too. <laughs> but check this out. Talk to us about that moment where you felt like this is my calling. This is part of what, see, because I tell people evangelism looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. You, you, 
the camera makes a way for you. Yep. You, you know, like the camera is like your 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 bait, but when you flip it, you can minister. You're at the outreaches. You're in the hood. You're ministering, and 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 it all starts from that camera. So mm-hmm. my thing for you is, when at that moment when you said, you know what, I feel like this is from God. I'm gonna pursue what you just said. I actually have a crazy story to that. I have a lot of crazy stories, to be honest. Um, but but I grew up, and um, I never thought about videography, thought about photography, thought about any of that. I grew up, and I um, I started going to middle school, normal kid, um, and uh, I was fine. Then I then I got into high school, crazy change, different kids, and. Um, I was barely having my Bible study at school. And what happened at school was that the ooh, what happened at school was that I started to um to have my Bible study and I started being a target to bullying. I just I was the Jesus kid, I was the Jesus freak. And um I basically in a classroom I was just doing some work after school in a classroom. Some kid comes in and he starts starts swinging um there was no provoke there was no reason to start the fight he just wanted to be cool put it all over snapchat put it all over instagram everybody in the school saw it um everybody was making fun of me everybody was mentioning a uh don't make me call him um making jokes about it everybody thought it was funny and um i was broken inside um I didn't want to go to school. I hated school. I found no reason to go. Um, And through that, I I started getting interested in photography. I started getting, I was barely looking at cameras. Honestly, I was looking at some cameras online. uh, And then um, after that, I met somebody at a church. I was actually, I had already met Brother Risen, Andrew uh, Risen. And we went to go see him perform, and we went at a at a church, and at that church, he um, he performed and everything. And then there was a comedian that went up. Her name's Julie Kidd, and um, I thank God for her son because um, I saw him filming in the back. He had his camera. Uh, I was checking out his camera, asking him questions. Like that that that's the camera that that he let me use after the one that i saw him using and asking questions the sony a6500 i'll be like oh that's a nice camera uh started talking to him and nothing was gonna happen and after service my mom had told him what had happened um oh she told him what had happened because his mom started talking about what he does he does um he helps at-risk youth he gives them a camera. He teaches them. He mentors them. And at that time I joined, there was, I want to say, three students. There was three students in there. And I joined, and it really was a blessing because he is not even Christian, like I want to talk about earlier. Um, he had just gotten out of prison for two years, no, no, a 10-year sentence, and he had just gotten out. And his mom gifted him with a camera. And I want to say I met him a, about a year out of jail. And he was uh, 
in jail, he really got pushed on the thing of uh, Muhammad and the Nation of Islam. So he okay. came out on Nation of Islam. Um, but I want to say he he's a true man of God. He dropped everything and he felt that anger like a father when my mom told him what had happened to me. And she she was she asked him basically begged him like please put him in your program it'll be good for him and he took that and he felt like an anger and he was like now i'm gonna make this even better because nobody's in the nobody's mess with him like that and he started taking me every week showing me love showing me unconditional love like stuff that he never even had to do like he would take me he would buy me different food from different crazy places he would show me love he would um show me different things different cameras we would go hang out sometimes we wouldn't even shoot sometimes we would just go and just hang out he would just show me love and he really grew my faith and he grew me inside he grew he grew my character because i was broken to a point that i was like i'm done with everything like I was really now that now in the future that I see it, I see like it was really the devil attacking. It was really just him because of how strong I was going in that age. Um, but he he took me in. He showed me everything about video. He gave me a camera. He um, and slowly but surely, he's 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 not a nation of Islam. He he likes to say he that he is, but he always says thank God. He doesn't he doesn't mention islam anymore and the crazy thing was that at my mom's first event she asked him to do the recap and that was my first recap my first video at yeah, that yeah. at that event and my first official video and he at the end of that night he said i don't know what that was i don't i know i don't believe in your guys god but i felt something that night i i felt something spiritual he felt the holy spirit and he knew it and mm. He and he has been just such a blessing in my life. Uh, shout out Farron Kid, Black OC, and he's given me limitless opportunities to just um, show people love. I've done a lot of stuff in the community with him, a lot of food giveaways, uh, a lot of like community music videos, music videos. And um, there was one thing um, that I'm trying to remember. Um, I don't remember, but <laughs> he's, he's, he's given me a, a, a lot, a lot of opportunities to just grow myself and grow, um, grow my brand. Amen. So the vision behind the ministry, because, you know, uh, as Christians, uh, everything we do is ministry first, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a ministry, a pre, uh, you know, whether it's uh, media, whether it's rapping, whether it's uh food giveaways, whatever we do, we know that it's, it's a calling. It's a Amen. ministry. Yeah. You know, we know that uh, God can use the things that he gives us to also financially support ourselves. Cause you know, sometimes, you know, God does that where it's, it, it, God opens up uh, avenues for you can do that uh, full time and you can be more flexible. Um, when, um, what is the vision what was the vision behind the um the ministry? I know I read a little bit about what you put on um so Instagram, but talk my, to us a little bit about the vision. My vision behind the ministry is basically what he did for me. Mm, it, come on. Um Leo creating opportunities in film. And I want to get at risk youth 
I want to get probation kids. I want to work something out with the, the city of Santa Ana and be able to take in probation kids like a program, like a, like a rehab program, just like that, but put them into something to gear their focus to, to gear their anger into, to gear their passion into, to use something to take that out on. And that just like I said earlier, this is my pistol, but right. my pistol of mass creation, not mass destruction. And uh, that's something that, that Farron says, and I live by that too. And it allows me to give a vision to the things that deserve a vision, the things that want to be magnified. We don't want to magnify the evil or the bad in our cities or in our neighborhoods, but we want to magnify the good, the good that's happening out of there. And my ministry is Leo creating opportunity in film because I want to do exactly what Farron Kid did to me. And I want to give kids a camera. I want to teach them. I want to give them a trade that they'll be able to make money from, support their families, uh, be able to. One huge thing that Farron did for me was that he was able to help me help my mom out with rent. I was able to help her out with bills or if it wasn't a bill, or it would be um, like I would buy food tonight or I would do something, but he allowed me to start putting into my home. And mm. that means a lot because I want to do that for another kid that doesn't have that many opportunities, that doesn't have the the availability to be like, oh, here, mom, here's 200 bucks, here's 400 bucks. I want to be able to give that kid that pride that to just raise them up and be able to bless their parents and be able to put it back in because I want to not only bless them and teach them, but I want to build their character. And I want to build their character to give back. I don't want them to just get, 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 but not give, give, give. Because we're just, honestly, we're just a fountain. We're supposed to be poured into and pour out into more. Come on, I'm going to send you my my daughter. She wants to be a YouTuber, I told her. The other day she said, look at that. I want to be a YouTuber. And um, I said, okay, you want to be a YouTuber, then I need 10 ideas, your own ideas. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I don't know. I I think I'm going to have to send... um, her to your house. That's Abigail and Hannah. Amen, amen. You ever heard of those little girls, uh, Trinity and Madison? No, I know I haven't. It's these little girls on YouTube, um, what do you call it? And they make you know, it is not. And I know money's uh, good and money's a tool, but uh, these uh, my daughters are very creative. It just, I just ain't got it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm barely learning how to do what I'm doing right now with you. Yeah. But uh, amen. Take us to um. Take us to uh, some of the, uh, if you can talk about it, what are some of the, the highs in um, doing what you do uh, when it comes to, um, like, uh, some of the good experience you've had and who, who have you worked worked with that you can talk about? Amen. Um, I've had a lot of highs in my ministry, um, a lot for my age, a lot for being 16 and doing this and being able to have the connections that I have. Um, I'm... I have been blessed to be able to work with big names like Brian Trejo. Uh, I've met Lecrae. I've met Andy Minio. I've met um, No Big Deal, a lot of 116. Uh, I've met Miles Minnick, and it's been a blessing to connect with them. And I'm going to be doing some stuff in the future with uh, with Hovey and um, a couple artists. And it's just been a blessing to connect with these artists. And the, ble- the real blessing is them showing love and showing love to a 16-year-old kid that's just trying to serve God. And um, I'm going to be doing a video with Brian Trejo soon, too. Um, Brian Trejo has... Shout out to Brian Trejo. He's showing me so much love. He's uh, He shouts me out. He put, he puts me on his lives. 
uh, and he 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 sempre me llama a a hey, what's up nephew what's up nephew yeah and yeah yeah now so um shout out to him he's he's been one to support me a lot uh show love to my ministry and grow my ministry I, I this is like a cheap shout out but like maybe you can um, tell him hey what about a brother get a little interview from my brother right here come on yeah definitely I could con hopefully I could connect you guys and you know what's crazy is uh. I remember when he first started, he was he had his little baby in his hand uh -huh. and he was doing videos on YouTube. I was like, who is this dude right there, man? He needs that's, a babysitter. That's when my mom discovered him. <laughs> he, he, he needs a babysitter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I remember reaching out to uh, um, a young uh, Antoine Hill. Uh -huh. I know uh, Antoine Hill. Uh, I don't know him, but, you know, the whole KMF family, man, they putting it down. I know what's his name is over here. Uh, KMF uh, Los Angeles guy. Yeah, uh, oh, Brian. Brian. Yeah, I bought one of his T-shirts, man. He owes me twenty dollars. Nice pay. Amen. So, talk to us a little bit about. Um, okay, so if a young kid comes up to you, he's twelve years old. He sees you. He sees you. Um, what do you call it? Um, shooting, and he and and he comes up to you and he says, "Hey, Leo, I want to do what you do. What kind of advice can you give to those?" Young kids, old kids, uh, what kind of uh, you know encouragement can you give these guys? So the type of encouragement I would give them is, see, so I would first determine where's their faith at. I would determine, mm -hmm. um, are you a baby Christian? Are you a, are you already a, you already have knowledge in God, and or if they're not a Christian at all, or if they're just a little kid that wants to learn, and basically I would just say, stay pressed, stay motivated, and just keep on learning even if you don't have the equipment because before i had the equipment i was already learning how to do things Ooh, i like that I, I, like I was step out in faith and if you don't have a camera learn the settings for the camera so when you do get the camera you already know everything and basically just be prepared um i don't like to say manifest it because i don't believe that's of god but i'd mm -hmm. say just be prepared just be prepared for when you get that blessing just Always remember that it's God's will if you do get that blessing. You cannot go against God's will. Ooh, come on, come on, come on. Uh, my, my next question was any gold nuggets, but you don't drop it all at one time, man. <laughs> um, what are some, uh, if you, if say every Christian hip-hop artist, which would be a dream for me too, was watching us once I upload this, right? Every hip-hop artist was watching. What, what are some of your dream collabs? Some of your dream collabs, like people that you say, you know what, that's a bucket list. I, I would want to work with them and, and do a video for them. What is one of your uh, maybe top five dreams? Top five. Top five. I would say, um, first, I'd say probably Lecrae. Lecrae, okay. Uh, I've met him. I didn't connect with him. I just, it was a concert. Um, but I would definitely do a video for him. Um, next would be, see, this is hard because I'm already connected in the kingdom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I'm already close to 1K few too, but I would like to do a, make him a music video. Um, he's shown me a lot of love too. Uh, I met him back in 2019 at an Outsiders concert and he's shown me a lot of love. Uh, I love to make him a video too. Um, three other ones, three other ones. I would say... One day, because one day is pretty new. Okay, pretty okay. Um, 
and no big deal is definitely one. I would say it's Lecrae, then no, then no big deal, then one K few, then Wande, and the last one would have to be somebody named Jude Barkley. He's a new Christian hip hop artist. Okay, uh, and he has like he, he's not huge, but I, I like to make him a video. Amen, amen. So you know we talked about uh, we talked about a lot of things, man. You dropped a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge. Um, you talked about you know. Uh, the motivation behind the ministry, growing up single mother, uh, praying, uh, uh, coming to the Lord at a young age. Um, and as we kind of take, a, a, as we kind of uh, settle or take, uh, come to a landing, um, what advice could you give to someone that maybe is in your, um, your, uh, your place, you know, they're young, 10, 12 years old, um, living uh, part of a family where they're the only ones that, that are going to a Sunday school. They're the only ones going to a Bible study. You know, what kind of encouragement you, you can give to kids or just people believing for their parents' salvation? Because you get a lot of kids that go to church and their parents don't go. Mm-hmm. How? What kept you motivated and what kind of advice could you give to those kids? Honestly, what kept me motivated was seeing how much pain my mom was in. Mm-hmm. I would just say, stay pressed. Nobody cares. I mean, you shouldn't care if anybody thinks you're a Jesus freak. If you think, if they think nothing's gonna happen, if if nobody believes in you, that's why you have God because God has faith in you. You have faith in God, and He will. The more faith you have, the more He's able to pour out onto you. Because first, you have to be blessed with wisdom and you have to be pressed because um, you have to be pressed and to, to be pure. Uh, that was that phrase. Um, for the best oil, the olive oil, you have to press, press, press that olive and for that gold to come out, for that, that perfection mm-hmm. to come out. And sometimes it's the, the pressing and the pressing, the pressing to get that fine oil out. And a lot of the things with these kids, with uh, with me, with you too, with a lot of the people that are going to become the the main people in ministry, the ones that are going to be saving the most souls, is that the devil tries to kill them at their roots when they're young, so they never so they never reach their full potential because, like it says in the Bible, the devil can't stop God's will; he can't slow it down. So you have to just be able to keep those years, and that's what everybody always tells me. And that's what I've been blessed with, that it's keeping those years that a lot of these people are like, yeah, I knew of God before. I knew uh, about Jesus, but I just didn't listen. Now, mm-hmm. 20 years later, and I'm barely getting what you're learning. And it's been such a blessing to stay rooted, to stay um, planted. But it's only been because of the awesome people I met in ministry. My mother always keeping me rooted. And um, now Domingo, my dad, keeping me rooted. Amen. I know. You know, one of the things that I I I I, <clears throat> I probably should have uh, I talked about too is how does a guy your age stay motivated or stay pressed, stay straight, stay focused, stay with the Lord, stay in a, a, a no. We know no one of us, none of us are perfect. We're all making our mistakes, but you have to go out every day. See me, I go to work. I kind of pick and choose who I talk to. I kind of, you know, have my, I can do my, I can kind of ignore people. Mm-hmm. 
you're 16 years old, man. You go to school, you're around a bunch of crazy people. You know, you, you, you're, you're, you're obviously are attracted to women. So you deal with that. And you got the internet, you got uh, videos, you got TikTok, you got Snapchat, you got Facebook, you got Instagram. And if you're old school, you had MySpace. <laughs> how do, what are, how does Leo stay man of God? How does Leo stay from uh, totally just going and getting some girl pregnant or drop or popping pills on the weekends and going to church on Sunday? Mm-hmm. What are some of the basic things that you can share with us that have helped you not to be perfect, but to to continue to strive to please God in all that you do? Amen. Uh, that's a tough. That's a tough question. Um, but I, I think I have a good answer for it. Um, Give it to I, me. I want to just say, the greatest way to stay in a man of God, to stay planted, to staying rooted, is just surrounding yourself with them. Because, mm-hmm. because how do you expect to be a a fresh ripe tomato in a basket full of rotten ones? Um, Come on. Basically. Doesn't matter if you're in school, doesn't matter if you're in a club, but as long as you know you, you have your faith and you have people there to support you, then you're fine. Because there's people that go out to those clubs, that go out to those to those um worldly events, to go out to these worldly things, but they go with a a warrior mindset. You can't go in unarmored. You have to go in with your full armor of God. You have mm-hmm. to go with that warrior mindset because if, you, if if a soldier goes into war, you're you're like war, war. You already know your target. You already know what you're doing. But if you go in into a war unarmed, you're just like, oh, what do I do? But you have to go in with that warrior mindset, stay planted and stay rooted with those men of God because there's a lot of times that I feel like I'm a fall. There's a lot of times mm-hmm. that I have fallen and I have men of God that I have confidence that I can hit up and be like, pray for me, bro pray for me or pray for me. I messed up or pray for me. I'm going through it. Or um, I'm just able to connect with these men of God, risen, Rick, unbreakable records, um, J cash. A lot of these Christian artists, they're artists on their Instagram, they're artists on their page, but to a lot of people, they're mentors, they're brothers. uh, And it just takes out reaching out. Never stay quiet. Basically never stay quiet and never just let yourself collapse. Always speak up and reach out. Amen. Amen. Well, as we uh, as we try to close again, <laughs> um, yeah, man, you shared a lot of good stuff today, uh, a lot of wisdom. Uh, I don't I don't I don't I keep forgetting I'm talking to a 16 year old kid, man. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a man of wisdom, a man of understanding, a man who loves the Lord. Um, you're definitely doing what you love. You're definitely being used by the Lord. Um if uh, someone wants to get a hold of you to do youth events, outreaches, um, are you also, do you do speaking engagements or you're just strictly the camera dude? Uh, I do everything, man. So you got a little <laughs> preacher in you too then? Um, I, I, I tend to stay behind the camera, but yeah, there's yeah. times that I, I, I reach out and I talk to people. But okay. I've never actually been on a stage to talk. Um, but maybe that's something that the Lord has spread for me in the future. Amen. So if you want to get a hold of your next preacher, <laughs> uh, get a hold of his management and they'll book you. Amen. Go ahead and give us, uh, let us know how to get a hold of you. If we uh, people want to get in touch with you to, to do some uh, events or 
I know that you also represent your uh, your parents' ministry, uh, Jesus Lifted High Ministries. Um, how can they get a hold of you and um, book you? Amen. Um, so my contact is Leo Co Film on Instagram. Leo, L E O C O Film, and um, there's my parents' ministry is Jesus Lifted High Ministry. Um, and I want to just, if you can't, uh, if, if the resources aren't there, if the money isn't there, don't be afraid to reach out. Just reach out and we'll work something out with you. I'll work something out with you because sometimes it just takes a seed to plant. You don't need to be blessed to give blessing because there was a lot of people that blessed me when I wasn't able to give them anything. So just reach out. Um, just contact me. Same thing for my email, leocofilm at gmail.com. Amen, amen, amen. So, yeah, man, uh, again, I appreciate you coming through, sharing your wisdom, your your testimony. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, one of the things uh, I was going to ask you is uh, how, uh, when your first video you ever did, you know, mm -hmm. you always ask rappers, man, what did your first rap? sound like and they're like it sounded like trash it was horrible what was your first video and we'll close with this your first video that you ever did and what who was it what was it all right my first solo video because i had help from farron yeah before, yeah yeah uh, but my first solo video was a uh, a dance video for the multitudes for okay. gay and yeah, yeah. that was like I watch it now and I'm like, I wish I still had that footage to re-edit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But thank you so much for having me on here, brother. Thank you so no much for allowing me to speak. Uh definitely out of my comfort zone. I never ever talk because I'm I'm behind this thing. I, I like to hide behind it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I I just like to shout out you first. Thank you for, for being able to bring me on here for uh for allowing me to be on here. I'd like to shout out my parents, JLA Chan, uh Unbreakable Records um and i just like to shout out anybody that supported me because i wouldn't be here without you guys um without you allowing god to use you to to grow me and mm -hmm. all of you guys have been such a blessing especially my tia lisa um she helps out a lot in ministry and uh risen yeah basically I, i've already said it but these these oh, people right. help me out a lot and I'm, I, I really appreciate all of them and uh i couldn't be more thankful and uh, I'm going to shout out my church real quick. House of no, Prayer. Shout out your church, your pastor, your goldfish, your elote man. <laughs> this is your time, brother. Let everybody know how much you appreciate them, how much you love them. Because, uh, yeah, this is going to be free promo for me, too. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate my church a lot. Uh, because even before I, I attended that church, they were showing me a lot of love. I, I started going to that church because I was making them videos. The pastor hit me up. Pastor Samuel Rodriguez, he hit me up. And he was like, uh, can you make me a video? And then I'll go make him a video, make him a video. And then when I had to um, get my new computer, um, the computer that I'm getting interviewed on right now, three thousand dollar computer, uh, I was um, I was fundraising because I had I had some money. And then my tia Lisa helped me out a lot. She gave a huge donation of thirteen hundred. For my laptop, exactly. I, I have. You, did she give you her whole stimulus? <laughs> she gave me the stimulus. Um, but it's just been such a blessing, and to have all these wonderful people back me up and just being able to support me. Um, but Pastor Samuel Rodriguez, 
the whole family um, of House of Prayer Fellowship. They have helped me out a lot. Uh, the services are at 9 a.m. And you can find it. You can find us on Instagram, House of Prayer Fellowship. Wait a minute. You're talking about Pastor uh, Swag? Yeah, oh, Pastor Swag, yeah. Hey, that guy, he, he, he even looks nice when he's cleaning his yard. Yep. <laughs> I remember the, when I first met him, I looked at him, I was like, Jim, you, you, I go, you're dressing nice, man. You got that. That's always fit in. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, awesome man of God. I love that brother. Uh, uh, Pastor, I met him. I miss him. I miss him. I met him that day uh, of the, the event in La Habra. So you go to House of Prayer in the yes. city of La Habra. Um, yeah, Pastor uh, Sam, Samuel Rodriguez, correct? Yes. Hey, man, how long you been going there? Uh, I've been going there for, I want, I want to say like, Three months now so okay it hasn't been too long uh, i just started going like the whole family started going so now we're planted in that church um but it's, it's been a blessing they've been a huge blessing and we started going because of how much love they showed me as a church amen uh i love that church very diverse very diverse yep. amen. Crazy. no disrespect but that's la habra right yeah so you walk into that church you're thinking it's going to be all hispanic there's black people in there I'm gonna, I I I thought I seen United Nations in there. Yeah. And oh, one, uh, doesn't one of one go with you as well? Yeah, yeah. Jesse goes to. Uh, yeah, he needs to start going on Saturdays. He thinks he's a Sabbatarian. You don't go. <laughs> he don't do nothing on Saturdays. But amen, brother Leo. Want to say I appreciate you, man. Love you, bro. Thank you for coming on. And um, till next time, brother. I appreciate you. Salute. God bless you, brother. Love you. God bless. Let's see how we can do this. Amen. What an amazing time in the Lord. My brother Leo Films came through, dropped the knowledge, dropped the wisdom, dropped the vision, talked about his testimony. It was an amazing time in the Lord. If you're out there and you want to do something for the Lord, don't wait until you get your shot. He, Like he said, press in, perfect your gift, search, research, get ready because when it's your time, God's going to put people in front of you. God's going to put opportunity in front of you. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Go ahead and check my brother out. I'm going to throw his stuff on the bottom right here. You can hit him up on Instagram. Get him in your church. Man, you know what? If you're a youth leader out there, it'd be good to get this brother in your church. Teach your young people media. Get him out there. Get him to your youth services, your outreaches. This brother loves the Lord. He loves the lost. And he's every time I've seen him on He's been in the trenches. He's a man of God. The Bible says that the, uh, the childlike faith, man. And so this young brother is solid in the Lord. So till next time, I want to dedicate this, um, this entire, um, this entire uh, what can we say, episode to all the young entrepreneurs out there, all the young people, man. It's your time. It's your time. Take advantage of this time. Learn your gift. Perfect your craft. And remember. I, I ain't got to, I, I ain't got too much time. The kids are calling. The wife is calling. It's time to eat. It's time to hang out. And remember on the Av podcast, we do two things. We give God glory and we tell stories. And I don't have to go home, but I got to get out of here. God bless. Have a wonderful day. Look at that. Photo bomb. Photo bomb. Oh, get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Oh, oh, oh. Future YouTubers right here. Amen. Well, we got to go from the Mendoza family to your family. We love you. God bless you. Have a good night. Deuces.